Peace, 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 everybody out there in the Poetry Corner universe. It's another Tuesday night out here on the East Coast where we're going to be rocking and shocking with the guests we have on tonight. All right, I'm going to pass off to Valerie Lorraine, and she's going to proceed on with the proceedings. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Poetry Corner. It's great to have you here with us. We have a great lineup for you tonight, lots of poetry. Um, definitely like and subscribe to this channel, and then hit the notification bell. We have shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And every second Thursday, there's a pop-up. So you don't want to miss any of the action here on the Poetry Corner. I'm going to right away pass the mic over to Gina Storm and ask her to introduce herself. All right. Um, my pen and stage name is Gina Storm. I've been a spoken word artist professionally for a dozen years. Uh, Gina Storm has been my stage name. I have it licensed and trademarked, and it's owned by me. Um, that was about a decade ago. Um, I've been writing poetry since elementary school. I didn't know that I wanted to be a spoken word artist until I hit a stage and I did a piece that was not mine, but it something inside of me clicked and I just knew that this was my niche. So we all have a gift and a talent. And if you tap into yours, um, you will never regret it. I, um, I'm a poet, so I write poetry, and I do so very often. I've been doing so actually since um, National Poetry Month was in April, but for all intents and purposes on this evening's show, I'm going to do what I always do, and that's freestyle, because it's easier for me, and I don't have to give it a lot of thought. I simply just think of something that I would like to share with you, and then I do so. So that's my plan this evening, to just freestyle my poems and not read one that I wrote previously. So if you be kind enough to indulge me, I will do so right now. I'm going to title my freestyle this evening, The Reunion. There have been times in my life when I was separated from loved ones. It's like when you meet with your kinfolk in the summertime we call that a family reunion. This evening, I'm having a reunion of sorts. See, in 2020, when the Poetry Corner came to be, Joel Adbury and I had just become friends on social media, you see. And I thought that he was amazing and this was something that I would like to be a part of immediately. I didn't hesitate at the invitation for me to come on this platform, this stage. I felt like it was my duty to do so because I wasn't at a young or a tender age. I'm old enough to know better and I have the wherewithal to make it a necessity. See, people say that you do better when you know better, but that's not always the case. But in this instance, it was for me. So I needed to come on to YouTube because I had never put myself out here this way previously. Oh sure, if you live outside of Chicago, like I do in Chicagoland, I have gained some notoriety. Some's good, some's bad, but whatever it is, at least I've been heard. But when I came on YouTube, I realized that the stage was global and the people who would watch, some would be peasants and others would be nobles. But it wasn't about the caliber of the people who would listen or would experience the poetry that was coming forth for me. 
It was just simply that they would be able to hear what I had to say. Lots of times people choose poetry because they can't say what's on their mind. It doesn't always have to rhyme. It's just an extension of yourself. It's like you putting yourself out there and not worrying if there's going to be any reverbs, any pushback, any delay, or someone wouldn't get what you're trying to say. Nah, I don't think about any of those things. Not right away. Immediately, the one thing that comes to me is that I love poetry and it's at the core of me. And every time I get on the mic, whew, I can exhale. It's like I've been holding my breath. And now I get to do the thing that I do best. So I came on here because it was a necessity for me. I had an invitation again from Joel Atterbury. This king said, I'd like you to be on this stage. And I said, absolutely. Peace and blessings. It wasn't that I had to give it any additional thought. There was no hesitating. I needed to be here. And this needed to be done. And that's why I came here. And I have to be honest with y'all. This is like my first time out the gate in a long time. And it's fun. I'm Gina Storm. Thank you for indulging me in peace. That was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Uh, thank you, Gina. Thank you, Gina. Uh, Gina, how I long have you been writing for? <laughs> um, I started writing the first time I wrote an actual poem that was all mine. I think I was in second or third grade, but somewhere in there, um, I was tested in the elementary school that I attended for the gifted program. So I was, I think, a second grader reading at a sixth grade level. So I started writing poetry as a way to express how uncomfortable I felt in a classroom environment with children who were significantly older than me and not having any friends that stood out. I was like, um, I don't know, a six digit, you know, nobody wants to be a second thumb. So um, in order to find a, a way to vent the emotions that were pent, I picked up my pen and I've been writing ever since. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, man. Lovely. That's what's up, Gina. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Oh, appreciate you. So glad that you're joining us tonight. Yeah, um, we definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna move on to Jess Joe. Get him to introduce himself. Just Jay. Just Jay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, it, it, it can happen. <laughs> it can happen uh, when somebody admits that they need glasses. <laughs> Just Jay, welcome. Oh, <laughs> hey everybody, how y'all doing? Uh, uh, Atterbury, I appreciate the invite, man. Uh, it's, it's a huge honor to be able to come on over here, man. Um, appreciate appreciate you, brother. Frank. Yes, sir. You too, brother. I've uh, been been watching y'all work over here, man. It's just coming to fruition now. Um. I'm from Arkansas. I'm not from Arkansas. I'm from Detroit, actually. Transport down here to Arkansas. Um, I have a lot of things going on right now. I have a small house of poetry. Uh, it's been really been keeping me uh, busy. Um, right now, we have three shows over there. We have a, a fourth in the works. Um, on Sunday, people bring their poetry by, and we sit there, and we uh, break it down with them. Uh, we also uh, get a poet of many features. Um, 
that's at six o'clock central, seven o'clock uh, Eastern, uh, only on Clubhouse. All this is going on on Clubhouse, but we're in a process now of moving from out of Clubhouse into the uh, 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 a much larger arena's different platform. Uh, Saturday we have the speed rounds in the kitchen. Gina, she normally go ahead and take care of that. Uh, that's when you come in, just rapid fire poetry. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't want to hear your name. We don't want to hear where you came from. We definitely don't want to hear this pieces of prompt. We just want the poetry. Uh, you have about six, seven people in succession. Once that go ahead and starts getting the full theme ahead, it's a lot of energy get generated in there. Uh, even uh, beginner poets jump in there, and they jump up to a, a different level. Uh, we have the AM drive. That's what uh, I myself, uh, Gina as well. And uh, uh, Timothy Whispers, he's funny bones on there. Um, project that's coming up is called the She Shed. It's gonna be an all woman panel, and they're gonna talk about uh, uh, all women things. They're gonna talk about some of the hot topics too, and try to keep it from going left. Um, I believe in that crew right there. I know that they can go ahead and do that. I'm looking forward to seeing um, all that come to fruition. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and get into this piece right here. Uh, this piece is a, a piece about sound. <clears throat> Untitled. There is a sound in the rhythm of silence. In the absence of vibration, there's an unfathomable depth. And it has its own resonance in the vast cavernous of tranquility. Where quietness clangs hollow in chambers of blackness, where even touch can be numb when reactions are mute. And my soul sighs spilling disembodied as my soul's mind searches for sound in the vacuum of thought. Vibration. Vibrations reaching out in every direction never to return to me again. As I strain my eyes in this pitch to see muted strobes explode in my closed eyes sight. But these are no explosions. These are just illusions created by my mind's eye causing my physical eyes to see sound in the dead of darkness on command. I command my diaphragm to crush down and deflate. As my lungs take in air like a mighty well that prepares for its descent into the deep, and in a harmonious ballet of muscle and sinew, I squeeze with all my strength, fiber and might. I compress and jettison this breath in my chest through the hallowed halls of my esophagus, through the bottleneck of my larynx as I stretch my jaws wide to roar. only to produce nothingness. As my lungs sputter the last bits of hissing wind and I feel faint from exertion. As my last ditch efforts leave me depleted and defeated. So now I must accept my silence in silence in these poetic passages of stark darkness and solitude. And from this void of nility, I see the lily, the lily swaying gently in the field as she pretends not to see me, 
looking oh so lovely. Her light looks like a tunnel cutting through heavy cloth. Her inner beauty sings soliloquies that unplug my ears and my tears have unbind my eyes and my heart wailed a night shattering well as strength surged back into my marrow like lava. And I stood and I cried that I am alive. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. All right, Jess. That was amazing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. You think, bro? Yo. <laughs> so many great lines. Very, very strong piece. Um, how long have you been writing for, sir? Um, I did some rap probably about 20 years ago. Um, I never could uh I never could deliver my pieces as big as my pieces were. So all my pieces were falling flat, even though the writing was great on them. When I moved down here to Arkansas about 16 years ago, uh, I had started uh, uh, going into poetry rooms. I was taking rap raps in the poetry rooms and doing them as poetry. I did that for a while. And then they were telling me that I need to write. And I had started writing um, uh, my buddy, Ben, J-Rob, they gave me a uh, just pushing in that direction. Wow. wow, we're so happy that you were able to um, share with us. So thank you so much. Um, everyone, we are the Poetry Corner. You will find us here on YouTube with shows on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and you never know when there's going to be some pop-ups. So uh, like and subscribe to our channel and definitely hit the notification bell so that you get notified of all those shows as they come up. Um, as well, we are also on Facebook. So if you are a poetry lover, you're going to want to go and just enjoy. If you are a poet, then you're free to join with um, no questions asked. And you can post your poetry. You can put up your events. You can let us know, um, you know, your books, whatever you have going on. We'd love for you to share on that channel. So. Without further ado, we're going to keep going with poetry. We have the liquid lizard. Whoa. Struggling with the cold there, are you, sir? A little bit of a cold, yeah. Hey, how are you guys? Ugh. Good, good. Very good. I'm the liquid lizard. Uh, Brian Stout is my name. I live in Florida. Um, I've got, uh, I've got uh, a few books. I've got three books out. Um, I've got one is uh, Scattered Refractions. Um, one is the liquid uh, evolution into the lizard revolution. And then uh, my third book of poetry um, is titled My Third Book of Poetry. Uh, you can find them at Amazon. You can find them at uh, iBooks. You can find them at Barnes and Noble. Um, and, and I'm all around. That's it, really. Uh, so. I appreciate do shows. Do you have any shows going on Instagram? Anything? No, I oh yeah, I do. I curate with uh I curate with with uh uh the dungeon keep. Uh we do a show it's called Eye to Eye. Um and Eye to Eye is just basically we just do a, a, a 20, 30 minute segment. We get an artist um and we uh and we interview that artist, we break down a couple pieces, you know, I choose a piece. Um, uh, my, the, the, the actual host, I'm just a co-host, um, the actual host, which is Angela Salm, uh, she, she selects a piece and then we have the artists select a piece if they would like to, um, and we do a, like an interview, a face-to-face, 
just kind of get a little more detail about the artist, but uh, get a little more detail about each piece and, you know, and what they were going through when they wrote that piece. Um, and we just, we keep it minimum 20, 30 minutes. Doesn't take a lot of time. Um, other than that, no, I just do random pop-ups and, uh, and that's about it. Nice. Uh, well, so the stage is yours. All right, let's do it. I'm going to start off with um, something from my third book of poetry, titled My Third Book of Poetry. This is called Smoke a Little Weed with Jesus. If you could have a sit down and tote, pass around the smoke session with Jesus to fill in the missing pieces, what would you ask him and with what miracles would you think to task him? See, not all prayers can go answered. Would they be for world peace or global domination? To avoid or to defeat when face-to-face -face with confrontation? For the power of love or the power of persuasion? You see, one not easily frustrated eventually becomes the frustration. Man, if we could twist one up and burn, I'd try to learn all that I could about those who have passed. That would be my first concern. While I admit it might seem selfish, I think it will have been well-earned and deserved out of respect for what quality of life that some have breathed upon this earth. From my father's passing to my child's birth, I would learn to appreciate more all this life is truly worth. Like dreaming wide awake, cracking jokes and saying shit like, oh, for Christ's sake, probably roll his eyes a couple times at me, but I bet I make him break a smile a time or two, try to make our time worthwhile while staying true to mine own self. I would absorb a wealth of spiritual health and a better developed understanding, an even clearer point of view. And what about you, if I may ask? Would you pray task for an easier path? Or would you ask for nothing more but the strength to endure it? Would you prevent the disease? Or would you just ask for the ability to cure it? Boom. Ooh. That was powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Oh, That's what's Ryan, up. you have three books yeah. out. Um, when did you start writing? Uh, not, well, the first poem I ever wrote was, I was about nine years old and I wrote a poem, um, cause we were supposed to write a poem and I wrote a poem about boogers. That was the only thing I knew. And it, it was a, a poem I wrote uh, and it was, uh, it was in sonnet form. Um, and it was about me picking my nose and I couldn't get it off my fingers. So eventually I just stuffed it back up my nose. Um, and the teacher gave me an A plus on it and she's like, you got something going on right there. Yeah. I don't know. I just took off. Yeah. It's <laughs> all I knew about, you know? <laughs> Excellent. Oh, my goodness. Well, you definitely have a way with words, and it has been a great show so far. Um, so let's see. I am just going to. Sorry. Um, I'm Valerie Lorraine, and I can be found on Instagram at Valerie Lorraine underscore poetic author. I have two books out. One is Falling, which is available on Amazon, and one is like really out the door in a couple minutes. So um, it's all been handed over, and we're just waiting for it to print. It's very exciting. It's called My Life Untitled. So I, um, I host several platforms for open mic and DM readings, and I'm uh, very active in the community 
there's a, a wild poetry community over there that is just so abundant. So we'd welcome you to come over and visit us anytime. Um, King, could I get you to come up and share some of your poetry with us? Oh, I thought you, I thought you was going to recite one. You had a oh. whole intro out there. <laughs> I thought I'd save well, that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm King Atterbury, um, host and creator of Poetry Corner, uh, East Side Connection, West Side Connection, the pop-up show, and this version of the Poetry Corner, the original. I'm an author and poet. Um, I got 20 published books out on Amazon. And also I'm working on my next three books, which will be coming out real soon. Um, Loud Silent Thoughts, Winter Green, and Eyes from the Sky. So look out for those. They'll be coming out real soon. So I'm going to go into this piece called Fearless. What the world doesn't realize is many of us are defiant, beating out the odds that are stacked against the workers. And when I say workers, I mean those who work hard to overcome adversities of the ones who are in charge. So I say, please respect minds as I respect yours respectfully. The duality of choices made are poisoned by the madness. Life is just a year full of four seasons of breathing. Sometimes we're grieving, having tough times believing. So I say, pray against the monster of selfishness. It's effortless. Moments I close my ears to the nonsense that's presented. Energy of my pendants, some are raw, some are charmed. This is just a psalm of J.W.'s crested arm. Be a witness, cross red ink, words to sentence. Lined across the white page, mentally I finish. Never mind some quotable things that I am speaking. I refuse to give up, so I get up and move my good foot. Kick trouble in the ass for the laugh, trapping my past. Camouflage my mask underneath whatever's bad. Bring my dreams into fruition from hope, love, and life. Gamble that the price is right when the world is sacrificed. Okay. Oh, yes. yes. Into fluid. Yeah. And also, I also, I want to say that um, I host uh, the Epiphany Show, King and Queen's Quarters mm -hmm. with Queen Simmons. That's Monday nights at 9 p.m. So, so yeah. And how long have you called in last? I called in last night and I said until my phone died. <laughs> I didn't have a charger, so I, I just I listened to as much as I could. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. How long have you been writing for King? Oh, what was that? How long have you been writing for King? Since I was 14. Okay. And so you have 20 books published. How long has that taken you to, to publish 20 books? The first book was out in 2017. Okay. Oh, wow. That's incredible. So, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. So everything is done within the grace of God. That's fast. <laughs> uh, we're just going to keep on moving on. We have so much more poetry to come and some exciting guests i can't wait to hear what is next gina storm we're coming straight back to you okay um i gotta say this um to king gatterberry um 20 books in oh my god a few years 
I feel like uh-huh. I gotta play catch up. Like I I I don't want to feel like I'm behind. I feel like you are motivation for me. So I just I need you to understand and appreciate this. Uh, I had a book that I gave to a friend who self published, and he said that he would. Uh, he got a publishing um, firm to take his next book. Uh, he wrote a book with a pencil on toilet paper while incarcerated. And I bought it. And it was autographed. Um, and my, my first grandchild is 10. And she was a baby at the time. It meant the world to me. And I trusted him because that book was my baby. And him and my book went missing, and I haven't seen them since. So that was a life lesson that I learned the hard way. So I know now that I have other opportunities and other people who are in place in my life, and that won't happen again. But but I will say this to you. I need to buy your books so that I can be continuously inspired to do more. Because just because you're a poet and just because, you know, you, um, you you speak on stages and you're in different platforms and you do different things, I feel like until I can put author behind my name, I, I, I'm still in the learning process. And you, sir, uh, to me, are a teacher. So thank you. I, I, appreciate that. I thank that. you. Oh, absolutely. Hey. I promise you, like, I'm going to be you when I grow up. <laughs> now, nah, we all come from the school called Each One Teach One. You know Each One Teach so, One. Yeah, absolutely. We come, we come together as a family and unite with a tribe. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we do it on that. And much love to you, Gina. You know what I'm saying? Look at it. I got on my blue sweatshirt. Um, but I can't do Wakanda forever with both hands and hold my phone. I'll get my phone stand next time I come on so I can I can X I can X my chest. But I went to see Wakanda Forever um over the weekend with my daughter and her best friend, fiance, my grandchildren, and her best friend's kids. And uh we needed nine tickets and we were sitting together in the theater watching a movie that for me was the sequel. They saw it on TV, but I saw the first one in theaters as well. And I feel like it, it that movies like that are epic and they need to be seen in theaters first because we have an impact. You have an impact. Just Jay has an impact, Liquid has an impact, Valerie has an impact. So um, saying that, I want to ne- title my next um, freestyle, My Impact. <clears throat> I don't know what my impact is going to be. See, initially, if I were talking about me, I would be humble and gracious. But I would also be braggadocious and outrageous. See, I am two sides of the same coin, and both of them don't always get along, but the reality is they're a necessity because there are so many different facets to me. I'm not one-dimensional. No, I'm more like that diamond that you want to have set in an engagement ring setting so that you can give this to the love of your life so that she can understand that you have gotten it right. You see the potential in she, and she is that thing that you need to be complete. Then you get down on one knee and give the speech. 
you know, that thing that men say when they're trying to get you to spend the rest of your life with him right away. Yeah. I don't know what my impact will be. I don't know if I'm going to be a multifaceted with a high clarity cut and color so that I can be selected. But the reality is I'm going to always be authentically me. I'm not going to dumb myself down, nor am I going to water down my vocabulary so that you can keep up. And I'm not talking fast. You're listening slow. And I need you to know that every time that I do what I do, I do it from my core. My heart is involved. People say that I have no filter and I just say whatever I think and it comes out of my mouth. But I need you to know one thing for certain, two things for sure. I actually pause. Sometimes I know that the things that I'm going to say will cut you wide, deep, and long. Sometimes I care, and other times I don't. And on the times that I don't, then I've been dubbed 187. That is the police code for murder, death, kill. And I'm not saying that that's something that I want to do, but I need you to be assured of something for a certainty. I will. I am not the one to be trifled with, nor am I to be played with. There's nothing in my life that I do that I don't give everything that I have to it. If I'm half-assing anything that I do with you, it's because I'm in a space or a place where I can't give you all of me. But the moment that I do, you will surely see that I love myself to infinity. And I'm giving you the example and the blueprint as to how to love me because there were times in my life that I didn't think that I was worth it but now I know I am so I will not be dumbing myself down nor will I be giving myself any discounts Mm -mm, you're not gonna find me on the clearance rack and even though I don't like to play retail I like to do wholesale and if I can get any discounts then I'm on track and I love to say this if it's free it's for me but I know in life That can't always be. The reality is this. I know my worth and why I'm here on earth. And so I just hope that my impact is exact, not approximate, nor something that has the wrong math. I want you to see that everything that I'm trying to present to you is the best that I have to do. I'm not going to scrape the bottom of the container. No, am I going to go around the edge because that's the only part that's still good to taste. Mm -mm. I'm not going to take the top off the yogurt container and lick the lid. I will not. Mm -mm. I'll tell you why. Because I know that I, from beginning to end, have everything that you need, my friends. I want you to get the best part of me so that you can give the same back in return. I believe in reciprocal energy. And loyalty is something that's not just given freely, but it's earned. I'm Gina Storm, and that's my piece. Thank you for indulging me. There's no way that was a freestyle. Whoa! (laughs) All right, Gina. I think you have something to teach us all that you're going to be Yo! Oh. That's what I do. I love you. Thank how you. Wow. How long have you been freestyling for? Um, I'm gonna tell you. The first time I had a freestyle, I was performing on stage and emotional, and 
tears were blinding my vision. So I couldn't read from my notebook Mm. to the point where I used the first two or three words in a statement and I couldn't see the rest. So I just filled in the blanks and the gaps. And when I finished, I closed the notebook and I finished the piece and the audience asked, how was that possible? I said, because I had to give it to you as it came to me. What I wrote down was what I was thinking at the time, but in real time right now, because time is of the essence and everything that we're doing is immediate. So in that very moment, I had to give them where I was at that very moment. And that's what I did. And it became a freestyle. And then I just became a freestyle spoken word artist. Beautiful. Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm going to keep the same rotation, but I would like to welcome Queen Marat Rogers. She was able to join us tonight. Uh, Queen Marat, we will get you into the lineup. But I just wanted to say hello and welcome. We're so happy that you're here with us. Peace and love, everybody. I got some company. My daughter Grace won't leave me alone. So y'all say, say what's up, Grace. Say peace and love. Hello, Grace. All right, now let me. Hi, Grace. Grace. (laughs) So we're gonna we're gonna put you in after Liquid, but right now we've got just Jay, and I can read my writing now, so I'm not calling him Joe anymore. (laughs) Apologize there. So welcome back up to the stage. The mic is yours. Just Jay, unmute your mic. You're muted. Your mic is muted, Just Jay. Say again, brother. I can't you hear you. You were mutating. You were on mute. We got you now. We got the, the voice from behind the curtain. We can hear you. All right. Um, Let me go into the piece. Uh, this was a prop by... Uh, uh, Barbara Tradwick. Uh, it was a picture from. With the weight of the world on my head, my tears form a mighty river of renewal and rejuvenation. As these poems flow down this river of hope, dreams, levees, and lean, even in tumultuous streams, water froths into cream. As I hold my head high, so the water falls in cascades to feed the young blades of grass. This is full body needing, full body feeding from one who is blind. But yet my eyes weep in the melodies of rhythms. Of the sound of sight, melodies make light in my mind's eye, as my heart sways like a willow in the winds of change and upheaval, as mountains push their peaks into the thoughts of solidarity, in my mind's eye, I see you and I at the precipice, at the nexus of bliss and ecstasy. It's not just a dream, it's you next to me. Warm are my eyes in your beauty as we gracefully dance in the sun of our love, lingering in love, like two marionettes who were made for each other, those lost puzzle pieces of completion 
that were thought not possible. So when I found you, I thought it was not true. Even we were locked in unison, my mind would not bend. The truth was, I fell in love. I fell in love with hurting. I fell in love with searching and fell in love with disdain to my own dismay. I fell in love with being afraid. I chose not to see you, even though everything I was was recognized in you. I was starving in this small house dipped with honey from being the beautiful you of you. Too long has my appetite gone for naught and not seize the comb, the comb, the sweet honeycomb of your opulence that makes my mind's eyes shine because your taste has brought my sight to full sun brilliance and your nectar removed my blindness and ushered love into this dry cave and poured water onto this withered heart. Boom. Yes, yes, and yes. Mm. Beautiful. Yo, that, yo, that's what's up, Just. Uh, you always got a way of bringing them pieces, brothers. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Just, Jay, I would like to ask you if, if you have a certain genre that you write and where you get your inspirations from. Um. When I was doing rap, I was doing I was doing ill, and that involved uh, 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 killing the person the best way that you possibly can, the most funniest, the most energetic, the most a uh, 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 punchline driven way that you could. And uh, once I moved into poetry, I was trying to do poetry the same way, but it was just turning out to be rap. Mm -hmm. So what I had to end up start doing, I had moved over to love poetry, and when I moved over to love poetry, I found out that the metaphors were the same. And I could have fun with them the same way, except it would be coming from a different source. Yeah. Uh, so I moved over to Love Pork. I think spreading out a little bit since then, but not too far. Nice. Beautiful. Wow. Love Love Poetry. <laughs> Thank you so Yay. much. Gorgeous. Okay, we're going to move to you, Liquid Lizard and get him to uh, bring us another piece. Yeah. Man, that was uh, that was another incredible piece, man. I, I like how you bring the you you bring the sight of sound um, with your pieces. I mean, you you had mentioned that. I mean, but you bring that sight to sound. So that's uh, those are amazing pieces, bro. Uh, I am going to do um, something called "Colorless" by the Liquid Lizard, and an effort to become colorless. We cannot allow for ourselves to become invisible. One nation under God, so easily divisible. I am speaking from the side of privilege, and I can own it to those who go on pretending never to have known it. Behind an armored wall of lies, impossible to open, an impenetrable vault of truth that may forever go unspoken. For those who can't admit that the system's beyond broken, and cannot interpret the atrocities the veil of history comes cloaked in. So many fall asleep just counting sheep and claim to have been woken. But when shit gets deep, no paddle, all creak. They just claim they've been provoking. And allow for just enough rope to choke them. Hopefully a piece of what I'm saying just might soak in. Those words 
to make America great again. For some, great is something America's never been. The foundation of the very freedoms that we are proud to live within, built on the backs of a lesser women and men, the transgressions of aggression, the most unforgivable of sin, a qualified equality based upon the color of one's skin. It's easy to take it with a grin when you're watching someone else take one to the chin. Let's say we take some time to listen and quiet all the chatter. Those that have been living fat, just wanting to live fatter. Narcissistic blindness from the stains of hate they splatter. But in a world comprised of lies and truth, I'll only speak the latter. So take a moment to analyze what's got you mad as a hatter. When you detest a black man simply saying black lives matter. No one said only black lives matter. Get out of proportion. Those simple words just blew. No one's arguing that all lives do not, but all lives won't until black lives do too. Because if you don't accept inequality and injustice to be true, that's just a broken system built to satisfy the brokenness in you. Let me make it loud and clear in an effort to help solve them. When there are truths that you refuse to hear, then you're the fucking problem. You got your reparations. Isn't that enough for you damn people? The reparations do not make the past any lesser evil. And you're an idiot to suggest that all mankind is treated equal. The only matter you seem to spew would qualify as fecal. <laughs> Racism is very much alive today. And its heart still beats stable. Not some lesson we've learned like Cain unto Abel. The Hollywood limelight paints racism as some storybook fable. But racism is nothing like what you see on the cable. Racism is seated at the head of the table. And it is tolerated simply in hopes that perhaps if we pretend not to beg, we might get tossed some scraps. But often we are left with less than what we had when we first came. Our tail between our legs, our heads hung low from shame. Our forefathers were not the good and decent men that our history books proclaim. We're but pawns across the board, but this ain't a fucking game. When hues of imperfection contaminate our perfect plane, they are deleted from the canvas and separated by its frame. The words separate but equal could not be more mundane in this land of opportunity, but for those which we've slain. The opportunities of this land depend upon the color of your stain. So upon broken earth we travel across the scars which still remain. The sun beats down in anger, punished by its scorching flame. Through vicious storms and hard rain, rivers formed of tears from human suffering and pain, unwilling to sacrifice some loss when it's for someone else's game. It's just dressed up in better clothing, and it's changed its ugly name. It's learned to stay hidden in plain sight, but it's still exactly the same. And when we do nothing to improve it, then we're all to fucking blame. Boom. Ooh. All right. What's up? What's up, bro? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank really you. I'm wondering um, how challenging you find wordplay 
when you write your poems, how long, like, how long do you spend on a poem? Do you find the the wordplay challenging, or does it just roll off of your tongue? No, I, I don't. As as uh, the words find me, I don't find the words. I mean, it, it just, I, I don't know. They just come out, and I, it's, uh, you know, my pieces sometimes can go like seven minutes, and and I just. I don't know. I just, I do it. I have, I, I'm very good focused on, on writing it and it just comes to me, but I get bored reading my own shit cause it's so long sometimes, but yeah, it just, it comes to me. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you. Um, we are the poetry corner and I would like to thank our producer Quentin Ford who's behind the scenes. We never see him on this show. And yet if he wasn't here, we would not be doing anywhere as near as well as we do. He is the backbone to this show, and we can't thank him enough. Um, please do like and subscribe to our page, YouTube, here on, on the Poetry Corner. I said that backwards, but that's okay. You know what I mean. And also on Facebook, the Poetry Corner, the same name. So we do enjoy seeing you um, come into the room and give us all comments it means the world to these poets um i would also like to welcome you to find these poets on their social media they have said them and they will say them again coming up um it's it's wonderful to have for them to have your support so um i'm really excited to introduce queen marat rogers center screen ask her to introduce herself before she starts on her poem let us know where we can find you and also what you have going on Peace and love. Can y'all hear me? Yes. All of you guys are dope. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get in at first, but I some of you I've heard before because Liquid Lizard, we got like a little poetry circle going on on Instagram. So I know I've seen you before, but you, um, you guys are amazing. I'm so thankful to be here and grateful to be here. So anyways, let me stop being a little girl. My name <laughs> is Matt Rogers. I am a mother. I'm a poet. I'm a, a painter and a wife and a sister and an auntie. And I also homeschool my kids, so I'm an educator. And I just love poetry. I, I'm gonna tap back to exactly what um, Gina Storm said, like straight up, bro. I've been writing poetry since the fourth grade. As soon as I learned about the Harlem Renaissance, I was, it was done. Zora Neale Hurston, Langston Hughes, like it was done. <laughs> and I've been writing ever since. So I just love anything poetic, anything lyrical, anything that hits the soul to pull on your heartstrings, to make you think. It's just amazing. So I'm, I'm thankful and grateful to be here and to be able to share the space with beautiful poets like yourselves, all of you. Thank you so much. How many, how many, any pieces are we allowed to do? Um, so if you would like to do one now, and then we should be able to get another round in before we have to shut off for the evening. All right. I'm going to do a short piece for you guys. I actually wrote this last week because I was, I had a conversation with my husband and I'm always talking about prompts and he didn't know what I was talking about. So I gave him a prompt called Waves on the Ocean. And this was my side of it that I wrote. And it goes like this, waves on the ocean, air and light, sun and beaming as they crash against the shores, rocks and sand 
to stand firm and be grounded in my awakening, sifting through myself, sifting through my reflection, sifting through my self-accountability as I'm moving forward and crashing, breathing in and back out like the waves on the ocean, continuing to meet with my God self and connecting closer to me, closer to source as I'm traveling on different levels and learning more and more, working to master myself as I am moving out of my cave and being so brave, just like the air and the light as the sun is beaming like waves on the ocean. Go, mom. Go, mom. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> wow. That was beautiful. And thank you for that, go, mom. That was wonderful. Oh. That was a that was a great piece. That was awesome. And that go mom at the end just totally nullified your piece, man. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know, right? It just made it all the better. Um, what a wonderful group we have here tonight. We're so excited to be able to share the Poetry Corner with a multitude of poets over the span of um, a couple years and keep on going. So we just... Um, really appreciate all the poets giving us their time tonight and the people who are watching we thank you for your time and your enjoyment so please do come back like and subscribe to the channel we're gonna be able to sneak in one more round here before we um, say our good night so I'll just remind um, well Gina had to step out of the room she might have had some um, connectivity problems but hopefully she'll be right back so we are going to bring just oh no there we go look right in time <laughs> perfect timing uh, well, there we go gina uh, you're on mute. You, can you unmute your mic please me unmute okay I unmute. okay so i can't respond to the chat and not be kicked out of the room so i i end up backstage when i respond to the chat and I saw that there was a chat and just Jay was giving kudos to Liquid and I concurred. So um, this will this will be our last round. So this will be my thank, final thank piece. Um, I, I'm going to title this freestyle colorblind. Um, this is a tribute to you, Liquid, and um, an appreciation with just Jay loving your cadence with King Atterbury for the platform and allowing us to be here with Quentin for being in the background and making sure that I made it to the stage for the final round. Um, to the queen whose princess came on and was <laughs> saluting her mother and to you, Valerie, for, for holding the whole thing together. So colorblind. There was a time in my life when I felt like my only option was to use my black girl magic. And then I seen that there were some things that were taking place due to legacy, DNA, generational curses, maybe gifts, I'm not sure which, but they were not for me. 
I had to make choices that were better, stronger, faster, making me to be the best person and to be seeking the goal that I was after because I don't know how all of my ancestors came to be. That ain't my struggle or my cause. And in reality, I can only be me. So for the woman who was in my life and had her ring kissed when I was at a funeral, the first time that I'd ever been in a room with a dead body. For the grandmother who made no difference between me and my brothers, my siblings from birth or from necessity. My cousins, my aunts, my uncles, and my own mother. She was Creole and of mixed descent. My father's parents were both French, Native American, and African American too. They were born in a time when it was a necessity for you to choose. Because of your light skin and the color of your eyes, you could pass and not recognize yourself as black. I can't even imagine what that's like. As a matter of fact, I would think about how it would be for me to be sitting in first class with my daddy and not in the back of a train traveling across these great United States with my mother because she was seen as the cook, the help, and the nanny. She was black. He was white. We were of mixed descent, but that wasn't right. No, the reality is that could not have been for me. I tell people all the time that I was so glad that I was born when I was because there would be some things that would just not be inside of me. My mother says this jokingly, that of me and my two siblings, that she and my father were the parents too. They raised other boys, but no other girls. I was the only daughter, I assure you. So I grew up with these 16 dudes, and they are my brothers, the entire crew. Four have passed away, and I still have a dozen left. For all the days of my life, I never went on a date while living with my parents where it wasn't supervised or chaperoned. It was just my situation. There were no brothers who would ask me out on any occasion. Apparently there was something inside of me that I had no privy to that made me Caucasian. They would take me on dates that were amazing. But I felt like at the court of me, I couldn't marry them because then my children would be of mixed race. And I didn't feel like that that was going to make them in a deficit, but I don't know what that's like. And I didn't want to bear children who would have that same fate. So I married first and second biblical. They were both African-American and neither one was suited for me, you see. So I don't love based on race any longer. If there's a good man, who deserves all the gifts that I bring to the table because I am the table and I need him to hear me. I'll be your rib, your helpmate, and the thing that you need in your life and your good thing too.
It has nothing to do with the fact that you are African-American. I will assure you. I will love you with every fiber of my being simply because I am truly saying that we are humankind and not just a race. So I said this before and I'll say it again without any hesitancy. We need to be colorblind because we are mankind. I'm Gina Storm. Thank you for indulging me in peace. Kijan Uye. Hey, Gina. Ooh. All right. Ooh. That's what's up, Ooh. Gina. <laughs> Get a little emotional there. I love y'all. Ooh. Yes, I'm feeling some type of way. Ooh. Oh, that was gorgeous. My family is the United Nations. I, 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 I cannot be prejudiced. Um, you know, the emotion came out through your poem, and it, it just made it even more heartfelt. Thank you so much. I just, I, I, I love people who love me back, and it has nothing to do with race. And that's the way to be in life. Thank you. <laughs> Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Well, I was going to ask you something, but I'm going to let you just, <laughs> I'm going to let you simmer for a minute. Um, Jess J, we're going to come back to you. I'm excited to hear another love piece. Get you done, tap your mute. There we go. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, this right here is a sensual piece. Uh, it's, it's, it stays within bound. <clears throat> What is in a touch? When fingertips glide over hilly terrain through the contours of your melanated Makeda, and these digits are flown by the steady hand of an aviator, leaving behind goosebumps like chemtrails, and your love is the theater of engagement. As my sortie of digits fly over your stretched face down form, and you, naked as the day you were born. Tonight you will sing for me, as your gas will rip through the air like paper tearing, while you bear your joy audibly, guided through the thistle with chirps and whistles. Hmm, jungle music. Now that's one of the sweet spoils of war. And of my wonder, I wonder, in this quantity would your melanin truly have flavor? A flavor that only a soldier such as myself should savor. I present a memory stored in my saber. Thoughts of you carried this soldier on firework-filled nights. Now tonight, I am fully bayoneted as I kiss the nakedness of your neck tasting its slippery smooth texture as I snort primal language in your name. As I start my amphibious assault into your brackish seas, waiting, waiting, waiting in your waters for the right time. You see, I'm waiting for the tide to come in, for only when it's right to come in occasionally sipping the marsh water, becoming one with my environment. 
Being as patient as the bush I am hiding in, as we observe radio silence, only eye contact, gesture, and taps, till we reach the point of no return. When we detonate our explosive ordinances deep in your bunker, and your pillars start to wobble, and like dominoes, your walls collapse and start to water, dribbling ambrosia in its delirium. Boom. He's going on over here. <laughs> I got a puddle. <laughs> that was pretty incredible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was, we got a little uh, heat Sheesh, wave. Sheesh, yeah. This winter wonderland got a little bit of heat wave. That was wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'm glad to see that our other guests were able to rejoin the feed. This is excellent. We're going to move straight on to liquid so that we um, capture everybody in time. Oh, man, that was, uh, that was amazing. That was great. Wow. I, uh. Yeah, that was that was intense. Good, good job, man. All right, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna close out. My last piece is gonna be called "Human Kindness," um, subtitled "This Circus" by the Liquid Lizard. We represent the progress of perpetual energy, I suppose, or are we not? But composed from the sum of all our highs and lows. When the cage is rattled, we are so quick-tempered to jump right in the saddle and right into battle that we fail to understand how we brand ourselves like cattle. Our desperate attraction to the glittering limelight of shiny distractions and pulp culture fashion without the capacity for human compassion can only result in gluttonous dissatisfaction. The disruptive seduction of a corruptive production, reconstructing our own destruction. But there can be no exile from a counterculture misled into believing they're all fucked in the head, bred in a societal asylum amongst a political tyranny for the people and by the people. Fucking irony. Just call me the breeze. I'm able to sift through the silence with ease and free to drift as I damn well please. I'm gifted with the rare ability to see. There is no fucking forest, only trees. But I have too much at stake to let that fuck with my pride or fuck up my stride. I just brush the dust aside and let my conscience be my guide. As for what fate might lay in wait, I'll let the universe decide. Though I may sometimes skip a beat, I choose to refuse to allow for it to make me lose my rhythm. I tore holes through my spirit while I wore holes through my shoes, paying dues along the way, chasing clues and pacing cues, making no excuse when facing truths. I got no time for calling names or playing games like placing blame on others. I won't live to discover the faults in one another. I watch as the human experience becomes a rat race, set to a sad pace. But having bad people doesn't make it a bad place. So put away that mad face because we ain't got that much time to waste. Again, we're the perpetual progress of spiritual energies. A convergent adaptation evolved from the fear of each our own fragilities, consequentially developing existential instabilities, quintessentially questioning the potential and our very own abilities. They convince us that we're not prepared. Why? Because if they can keep us scared, well, they can keep us unaware. And for the they that claim righteousness, buyer beware. Because here comes temptation, dressed up like a whore, 
but that bitch did not bother to knock upon my door anymore. I'll say it again as I've said it before. Temptation is one road I'll not explore. I've done gone and moved on, permanently closed down that store. Don't need to even any odds, nor settle any score. And if that is what you've come here for, well, you could have not have knocked on a wronger door. I have turned that page for good. I hope it's clearly understood that before you knock upon my door, you should probably knock on wood because I won't waste my time or expend any energy hustling grime or creating enemies. I outmuscled the grind while developing empathy. Rewind in my mind time after time. I have left behind what seems like an eternity, cussing and tussling in the absence of apathy, only to find that love was the remedy. While regret is unkind, I do not deserve sympathy. It's just the movement created while I've conducted my symphony. Only with love can we rise above and make our break for a great escape from whatever burdensome weight of whatever fate may lay in wait from whatever wasted hate which we for our own selves did create. I no longer have a need to drift from town to town. I've somewhat cleaned up my act and set the circus down. But I still love to play the clown. I just choose to do so, not at the expense of others. I've come to accept all humanity as sisters and as brothers. We all have so much to discover about ourselves and one another. So whatever weather we must endeavor, let's say we endeavor it together. By being kind to someone else, we are investing in ourselves. So let us live to recover our wealth, a treasure in good measure, in good measure of spiritual health with high hopes towards an emotional wellness. And may the light of enlightenment ignite to inspire the desire for a need to always improve. Allow to be tried and try to stay true and see your way through a path that leads colliding into a somehow more evolved, newer version of you. I manifest the destiny of my own revelation through metaphysical detoxification and an ongoing existential innovation while undergoing a perpetual spiritual renovation. And there will be no interference, always perseverance through hard work and dedication, sheer determination, and a will that will not fail. While I cannot suggest that human kindness always will prevail, you see, I can commit that human kindness will always prevail in me. Boom. Yes. 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 Right. Say less. Uh, uh, uh. A whole lot of nodding and snapping going on while you were reading that piece. That was yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank awesome. You. Amazing. Amazing. Well, we're gonna keep this ball rolling here. Um, I'm gonna bring up Queen Marat Rogers one more time. Get you to un unmute your mic. I had to tell my family, quiet, please. Quiet. <laughs> Been there, done that. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So peace. Yo, you guys are so dope, all of y'all. I had to um, turn down that sensual piece a little bit because my daughter started asking me questions because she likes poetry. She's been listening to you guys, too. She likes it. So let's see what I got for y'all. Let's do, um. oh, this is called TV Reality Life. Stop hiding. Stop hiding, stop hiding your face. Stop hiding, stop hiding. There ain't no hiding place. I'm a poem, I'm a pimple, I'm a book, I'm a CD. Have you really noticed the change from beatbox, breakdance, street jam, freestyles? Now it's violence to guns to name, fame, and drugs. Egos, implants, bling bling in our dictionary, and little Barbie girls sewed out to image creates of child molestation skirts and midriffs. 
Stop them from being further along, broken apart by all their hatred, self-egos, pray hunters, brothers, sisters, bring salvation, break away temptation, be strong and explosive with soul and truth. I am lazy. I don't read. I'm what your kid wants to be. I'm 12,000 murders kids see before they reach the age of 14. I am plastic surgery, changing what God made me. I am a song in definition, a saying, lyrics put to music with no meaning. We are not acknowledging our truest element. We are blinded by the chains that are our ego. We must develop and select our rhythmic realism within self. We all want peace, open to change strong binds within self. So show you to be humble, be slow to speak, be easy to forgive, be love, give love, one love. Stop hiding, stop hiding, stop hiding your face. Stop hiding, stop hiding, there ain't no hiding place. That's TV Reality Life, y'all. Hope y'all liked it. Oh, what? Oh, so poignant. Absolutely. That's what's up. Positively love it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have just been so entertained here tonight. We have just a little bit more. I would like to thank all of our guests, and I will just give them this little tidbit. When the credits do wind up rolling, which is not quite yet, please do stay in the room. Um, Once again, I would like to thank our our producer, Quentin. I would also like to thank King. Um, Quentin and King are both the co-creators of this channel and have continued on with it. It is absolutely wonderful. Um, the guests continue to roll through. Um, just the talent is is absolutely astounding. Oh. So cannot oh. thank you enough. Yeah. Uh, I am Valerie Lorraine. I'm going to read this piece. This is coming in my book that will be, well, you know, any day now, uh, out for sale. It is called My Life Untitled. And this is called The Sound of Dawn. I awoke to the sound of dawn crackling. Synesthesia opened my heart. The blush of pink clouding the surrounding echoes. I will be there at sunset as the whisper of dusk enters. I have found a new love. Dark cresting the, the explosion of the starless night with no moon. My awe shivers as the boom of ice slithers down an Olympic blue mountain shelf, becoming the blame for the resounding avalanche slate skin, yellow corn husk voice, encrypted hickory eyes sprouting with wheat. My love is the new black. The unexpected hues become deafening. Valerie Lorraine. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Right. Thank you, Valerie. Oh, thank you so much. Um, ladies and gentlemen, beautiful show, not over yet. We're going to hand it over to King. King, um, I know you're going to close for us, but I do hope that we can get another piece out of you too, please. All right. Let me check out uh, Just Jay's portal. Maybe I could disappear and reappear real quick. That's pretty cool trick, eh? That's hard. It's on the fritz, bro. Uh, <laughs> you know what, though? I'm going to let you close out the show for me, Just. 
with one of your one of your dope pieces, man. No man, I'm gonna let you be the the showstopper for me. Hey man, this is a huge honor, brother. Yeah, your name is Jerry King, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Right. Yeah, right. I'm thinking silly duck. Right, we'll bring that royalty, okay? You can you can close out for me, bro. <laughs> now nah, you're the only royalty in the house, man. I appreciate this honor right here, though. Yeah, no doubt, bro. You know how you know how I give it up. Yes, sir. Peaceful chaos is that strong current just under the serene surface of a mighty river named Arkansas. The shiny and smooth surface that reflects like smoke mirrors, motionless, still, sleepy and tired, so inviting. As you think you see a glitch in the matrix, but it's actually a rocketing piece of debris through the murkiness of this false bottle. How calm to the touch peaceful chaos can be. Something supple, but explosive, feeling its warm and tumultuous rhythm as I put my ear to the back of the water, investigating its secrets and humble beginnings, trying to hear its harmony. But all I get is the sound of silence and a wet ear. As I leer into the void, as I fathom the feet, focusing my wide open gaze through the chocolatey, milky, glistening, wavy surface. As my resolution becomes clear, the leagues reach from the deep as a conscious mind enjoys slumber and sleep. Peaceful chaos will not weep if you sleep in its depths. You almost fell in. Bro, oh, hell yeah, right, bro. Yeah, thank you for that piece, brother. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Appreciate man. it. Thank you. King, He's thank you very much, sir. You're welcome, no doubt, yeah. bro. I'd like to thank everybody I, for I, tuning in. Oh, was you gonna say something, Gene? I was just gonna say I'm just bro, grateful bro. to be able to share the space with you guys. Like you all of you are amazing. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for you. Yeah, just thank you. <laughs> thank you for letting me just be here. I'm grateful. Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you coming through. You know what I mean? Everybody on the panel tonight. Oh, yeah. so, as I say, yeah. I want to thank everybody in the chat for tuning in. I know you could be out there doing something else, but you're tuning into the porch corner. So we love and appreciate everybody that's coming through. And also, I want to say um, click like and subscribe to the channel. Because without us, we can have no you and you without us. I'm going to close out by saying tune in Thursday night, 11 p.m. Eastern. Poetry Corner Westside Connection with Ed Flo and Poet Drea. It's going to be something else on our Los Angeles division. Sometimes I'm asleep, but when I'm awake, I always catch it. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.